Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar When I met you Yep I picked you up, I shook you up and turned you around Turned you into someone new Wow, manipulative Now five years later you've gone and got the world at your feet yep. Success has been so easy for you Oh, it's a bit bitter, isn't it? But don't forget, it's me who put you where you are, and I can put you back down too. <laughs> wow. All right. Don't, don't do you want, want me? me? I, I know you don't believe it when you say that you don't need me. Trust me and you're fine. I think you change your mind. Ah. You better change it back, or we will both be sorry. No, no, you want me, baby. No, you want me. Oh. Right, can we just deconstruct that first verse? You were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Yeah. When I met you. Right. So he was the big cheese. Yeah. So he was out. He, already, it's a bit bitchy. Yeah. Uh, you were working as a waitress. You were nothing in a cocktail bar. <laughs> you were nothing. As this, you... I think this song's intended to be what, like, r- like written by an arsehole, right? Yeah, the protagonist yeah. is meant to be a dick. Okay, I don't know. This guy, I, I see this guy as like a hedge fund kind of manager. I picked you out. Yep, that sounds right. I shook you up and turned you around. Mm-hmm. Turned you into someone new. I think what he did was lavish. He her. adorned her. He with, la- lavished gifts with and Ferrero Rochers and twisted yeah. lollipops and other eighties treats. Trinkets. He was all about the trinkets. Those um those rocket lollies. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, he got he got her rocket lollies and a pucker pie. And it, yeah, he, oh, she couldn't move for pucker pies. Now five years later, you've got the world at your feet. Success has been so easy for you. Well, it took her five years. <laughs> Come on. She had a five-year plan. Yeah, she had a five-year plan. Yeah, but she was only successful because he helped her. Right. Right. Well, she probably, he probably gave her the startup capital for her for her project. So the following two lines are yeah. question and answer as okay, well. Okay. Okay. So I think this is just a masterclass in songwriting. Okay. I think so. These two lines are incredible. He goes, right. but don't forget, it's me who put you where you are now, and I can put you back down too. Wow. So that's the threat. That's the first line. Yeah. That's, that's the first line. Okay. He goes, if you fuck with me, mm-hmm. I will end you. Yeah. Basically. I was putting a call. But then he answers, he answers <laughs> his next question with the, with the previous statement. He right, goes, right. don't you want me? I know I can't believe it when you say that you won't hit see me. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of, well, maybe she doesn't want to see you. Yeah. Because you said, if you fuck with me, yeah. I'll put you back down under the fucking ground yeah I'll put you under this fucking house yeah you probably I'll go up to yeah. my attic I'll buy some bricks I'll make some cement and I'll fucking cement you into the fucking wall yeah he's a bully but why do, why do you want to hang out 
I don't understand. Why don't you love me? It's classic crazy boyfriend, isn't it? Yeah, no, he's um, he's unhinged. So d- does he get her? I don't know. I just remember this song from weddings. They play it. This is a big popular one that's played at weddings. No one really knows the lyrics. Uh, we get the woman's uh, retort in the second verse. Oh, great. See, classic, great, great duet. Okay. I-, I don't like duets when they both go, I love you. And she goes, yeah, my endless love. Yeah, yeah. I like it when the guy goes, you're a dick. You've and got the, the woman yeah. goes, actually... You're a dick. Okay, so is this is even handed? So, right? so what's I was working one? as a waitress in a cocktail bar, oh, yeah. and then that much is true. Ah, okay, gotcha. But even then, I knew I'd find a much better place, either with or without you. Right. She's like, she's going on. She's on her path. Mm-hmm. She's driven. Yeah. She knows what she wants. Yeah. Doesn't matter if Mister Human League goes with her for the journey. No. She was, She's going on her own. She was flattered by the attention initially, but then she kind of went off him when he started laughing at homeless people. The what? five years we have had have been such good times, and I still love you. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's time I live my life on my own. I guess it's just what I must do. Okay. So she's kind of the winner here, right? Yeah, she didn't lace in that she was threatened by him, but yeah. Trust me and you'll find, if you think you'll change your mind, you better change it back or we will both be sorry. Right. Don't you want me, baby? Okay. But, like, we will both be sorry. Is, is a that the guy? A th- it's a threat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is that the woman or the guy? It's the guy. So it's the guy again. You better change your back. Wow. Or we will both be sorry. Okay, so he's doubling down. Well, hang on a minute. Why will I be sorry? You'll be sorry because I'll kill you. I'll fucking kill you. And, 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 but why will you be sorry? It It is odd. I like how edgy it is. It's, it's got cr- a bit of edge. It's very... Uh, it's it sounds m- like cocaine as well. Yeah, it's murky. Oh, it's one of those classic 80s songs. Mm-hmm. Guys, I've got this idea for a song. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, every song in the 80s was actually originally composed double time and they just slowed it down. Yeah. It must have been fun making albums back then when you'd get like a £10 million record deal. Yeah, just, you'd just put your feet up. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, he's, yeah, were they going to private jet themselves in today? Yeah. Why? Just They just couldn't be bothered. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was talking to... Um, I read a thing about Wet Wet Wet. Yeah. Remember that band? Marty Pella. I feel it. Which was a cover. Yeah. Did you yeah, know that? They got, didn't write that they song. They got fuck all for that, didn't they? Isn't that weird that your biggest hit ever, mm. but you had nothing to do with? Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't have made like, that sold like probably 40 million copies. Yeah. And they probably made... Fiverr? Probably bought a house off of it. Yeah, probably, yeah. The PPL, they would have got performers' royalties, but not songwriters' royalties. Right. And songwriting royalties are way more than performing royalties. Sure. So um, it's kind of interesting that they wouldn't have been able to live off that. Like the Rembrandts, the guys who wrote the Friends theme tune. Yeah. I know this little factoid. Did you know the song? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't write that song. No, I know who did. Who? The producers of Friends. The creators. The creators, David Chase and... Martha... What's the jobs? Martha Kaufman, David Crane, Kevin Bright. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they wrote the song. So they made... Not only did they create the show... It's fucking clever. They also wrote the theme tune. Mm-hmm. And they tried to give it to R.E.M. And R.E.M. were like, nah, I think this song's shit and yeah. our career's going fine. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. Thanks very much. It would have been more melancholic Michael Stipe singing that. <laughs> yeah, Wet, Wet, Wet. When they had their... that When we were, when they were at the peak wetness. Yeah, peak wet. The wetness of wetness, wetness. Yeah, yeah. Very, it's all humid and wet. With that fucking, yeah. hey, I'm, there's no black people in our films. Yeah. Um, what film is it from? Notting Hill. You no, know, it's um, um, Four Weddings. Stop All the Clocks. Yeah. When, uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, John Hanna, the Scottish guy. 
gets up and rings uh, is it WH Jordan yeah yeah. far be it from me to criticise Hugh Grant in where 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 but if I was in love with a girl who started off married she's fucking married right right well no she wasn't she's yeah, she was. she she was self married well she was sleeping with him while she yeah, was yeah, engaged yeah, she was engaged she was engaged right? yeah, yeah. and then at the end if I was dating a girl a really big warning sign would be if I if it's raining and I go do you need an umbrella and she's like oh I didn't even notice it was raining yeah I'd be like that, that's a red flag maybe this girl's not the one who's. I'd love to see a sequel to that film yeah Mr. Curtis, if you're listening, because I guarantee you that relationship didn't last. Oh, no. No, 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 no. She was crazy. Yeah. She fucks him at the wedding, Mm -hmm. then vanishes, then Mm -hmm. comes back engaged, shags him again. Yeah. And then he goes after her at the wedding, right? At her wedding. Um... I think so. Really? I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't remember the ending of that one. Oh, no, no, no. What happened was, was that it was, it ends with his wedding, and he gets up and goes, I don't love my, the person I'm going to marry. See? Yeah, he gets punched, and he go, you know, and then she shows up on his doorstep, going, oh, "Let's give it a go." Yeah, in his terrace and house then, uh, in the middle yeah. of Westminster. Yeah, in the middle of Westminster, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it starts to rain, and she goes, "I didn't know." Oh, is it raining? Is it raining? I hadn't noticed. I noticed. I'm so in love. I don't. I don't notice meteorological events. Yeah, I love you so much. <laughs> I don't. That's really yeah. bad though, because if it had been the other way around, she could have got skin cancer. Right. If it was really hot. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it hot? Yeah. Is it blazing sunshine? Is there a heat wave? Yeah. Is it? Is it snowing? She's lucky it was just rain because that was really the most harmless one. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Is that a tsunami? Yeah. See, I hadn't noticed. Yeah. No. Dumper. My point. Right. Is that wet, wet, wet? There's a point. In the eighties. Yeah. They had that song. You know I love you. I'm eating dill. Yeah. And Will Smith and his kid is called Will. Right. That one, right? Mm-hmm. They said that they wanted a curry from their local curry house because it was the best curry house. So they got it flown over to LA. Right. So they could have curry from their local curry wow. place. Which definitely would have been past its best. Wet, wet, wet. What, what, what? what? More what, like what, 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 what? what? Yeah. Yeah. They flew over some Alu Gobi. Right. Some Rogan Josh. Yeah. It's a patty. Yeah, and, a, and 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 four Pashwari nuns. <laughs> four Pashwari nuns. Yeah. I always thought they were a three piece, and they were called Wet, Wet, Wet. Like yeah. they were three brothers: yeah. David Wet, Brian Wet, and Jamali Wet. I honestly thought. Yeah. And then I saw four of them, and it blew my world apart. Right. Yeah. The Wets. Anyway, <laughs> making music in the eighties must have been fun. Is my point. Yeah, Even though fun. I think that was the nineties. Yeah, they did that wishing well. Got up in your wishing well. That's also got water in it. Wishing well. I got up in your wishing well. Caught up in your wishing oh, well. Oh, right. Sorry. Caught up in your wish. My, I think it's something like caught up in your wishing well, my hopes. Caught up in your wishing well, your your hopes inside it. Something, something, something oh, cool. about laughing. Oh, cool. Great. Thank you. Thank you for that. What you? <laughs> All right. It's... Uh, Moving on. When your day is long and something, something, everybody, something. Something. Some hurting. I don't know. I know. But it's one of their, their hits. Well, anyway, uh, hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday the 14th of June in the year 2017. Hello. What's that? We had an election. Yeah. Theresa yeah. May won. Well, she didn't really. It's a hung parliament. Well, yeah, they had to get the um, those the, Irish guys The DUP. In. Yeah. To, but they're still hammering out a deal. So it's, it's a bit not, weird, that, isn't it? It's like when, when... That's sort of like having a party and not enough people show up. Yeah. So you have to knock on the neighbour's door. Yeah. Just come in and make up the numbers. Yeah, except the the neighbours have a terrorist past. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is slightly different. So they kind of show up with their uh, with their dubious past, <laughs> and you're desperately trying not to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's a hung parliament. Who were all the weird people sat behind? So there was Buckethead. Yeah, no, that, I, that was the best thing about the election, was the uh, Lord Buckethead. Who is he? Uh, he went up against Theresa May and her constituency. He's a guy, just a guy, with, with a comic, a flair for comedy. Did he win? <laughs> no, he didn't, but his manifesto was great. What was his manifesto? Hang on, should I just get it up? I would love to see his manifesto if you have it. Yeah, so his manifesto, um, I think it was a 15-point manifesto, so Lord Buckethead... Uh, as we said, he went up against Theresa May and her constituency. So, yeah, his um, his manifesto contained things like the, abo- uh, the abolition of the lords, except me, full facial coverings to be kept legal, especially bucket-related headgear, no third runway to be built at Heathrow, uh, where we're going, we don't need runways. Seafax <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be brought back immediately with the Oracle and other teletech services to be rolled out by the next parliament. <laughs> The guy's got a good sense of humour. He's got a very good sense of humour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can actually look it up. Did anyone vote for him? Um, I, I think he did garner some votes. Um, uh, who else was there? Who was the screaming... There was Mr. Fishfinger. Yeah? How did, how did he do? I, I'm not entirely sure how he did. I think they all garner a few votes each. It's, it's a very English thing, isn't it? Yeah, because anyone can, can run. Yeah. You can run as an alternative candidate. Yeah. And if you're determined enough and silly enough, you can... Has any of them ever won? Never. Oh, really? Never. Uh, Kensington yeah. became a, a... For anyone who's not in England, I mean, you probably know what Kensington is. It's like the fancy part of London. Kensington is the area where the aristocracy beat up their servants. <laughs> and no one and no one notices. And no one cares. Yeah. Um, and it went Labour for the first time in its history. Ever. Yeah, it went Labour. First time to- ever. Yeah. The Socialist Republic of Kensington. By 40 votes. 20. 20 votes. Yeah, 20 ruddy votes. Yeah. Um, and now Boris Johnson is going to be our Prime Minister, probably. Really? Well, it looks like that, doesn't it? It looks like they're lining him up. Jesus. I hate him so much. Why is that? Well, I would much rather he just came out and said, look, I'm evil. Right. I would. I prefer it if he just went, guys, I don't care about you. I just, I hate all of you, and I want to punch mm-hmm. you all in the face. Yeah. But I don't, he has this, like... Fat boy, <laughs> is that rude to say that? He has this sort of jovial carry-on character. You know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just me, silly old Boris on a zip wire. And like, it just—I don't like that he's trying to disguise that he's a motherfucker. Oh, he's a huge motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would just mu- rather he was an open motherfucker. He wrote an article um, in the Spectator some years ago about Hillsborough. And uh, if you've ever read, if you read that, then you'd realise how much of a motherfucker he was. <laughs> Literally blaming the the fans of of Hillsborough and not the police, and it, it's a, in kind of in line with what the Sun was doing at the time. It's just fucking disgusting. I th- I th- yeah, no, he's he's horrible. I think he's prick. more dangerous than Theresa May because Theresa May doesn't really have a viewpoint on anything. Mm. I think she just really likes being the prime minister. <laughs> Whereas Boris Johnson, yeah. I think, has some pretty strong views on stuff. Yeah. And he has to keep a lot of that under his hat. Right. Um, uh, this isn't a politics show, no, guys. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, um, tell us about the Descendants gig, Josh. Uh, oh, yeah, you, you were know there. the gig, the gig I went to. We opened for the Descendants. Yeah, yeah. My favourite band ever. At the um, Kentish Town. O2. You were there. I went. There's a picture that a photographer took at the show. Yeah. Of and you're in it. I am in it. 
and I'm in the I was I crowd surfing or something no you get down you got you know in, during the gig you got down off the stage to uh, be with the hoi polloi to you know because you you know the fans are important to you so you got in <laughs> you got into the onto the <laughs> past the barriers and you had your guitar and people were all kind of around you and I actually didn't want to go near you because <laughs> I didn't want to because I find I kind of find it awkward I didn't want you to like make eye contact with me when you were like working do you know what I mean <laughs> do you know what I mean so I was like, oh, and then you just you ended up right next to me, and then people were taking photos, and I'm in several of these photos, looking very uncomfortable. You are in a lot of the photos, like clutching a pint, but he, like, like right next to me, chewing on a pint glass, right yeah. next to me, like, yeah. and you've got that you're sort of leaning away from yeah. me. Yeah, I didn't want you to look at me. I didn't see you exactly, but I, there was always a danger you might it just worked. look up and it might throw you. What, and then I might stop the gig. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just stop the entire gig. That was pretty funny. No. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was, uh, you know, the, they are that band is sort of why I got in, wanted to play music. Yeah, they basically they it's their fault. Right, that my life is the the mess it is. Did you tell them this? I hope you did. I did. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was cool. pretty humbling. It was, yeah, man. It was great. <laughs> Do you ever notice when people say it was a humbling experience, they mean the total opposite of that. Yeah, no. That's... When people have done a gig and they're like, "Oh my god, it was so humbling." Mm-hmm. When when I was facing all those people, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they were all looking at me and clapping, mm-hmm. it was so humbling. The the humble brag. Yeah, yeah, Lewis Hamilton said it yesterday after he won. So he won enough Grand Prix yesterday yeah. that he's now got the same amount of pole positions mm. as Ayrton Senna. Yeah. And he said it was a very humbling experience. And it's like, isn't that the no. opposite of humbling? No, no. That yeah. you're now in the elite. No, what's humbling is meeting a kid that beat cancer. <laughs> that's that's a humbling experience. Humbling is meeting someone who's severely disabled, yeah. who's won a Paralympic gold yeah, medal. Yeah, to go, to go you, actually, <laughs> I am the same as my hero, and I'm one of the greatest race car drivers of all time. Yeah. It's It makes you feel really humbled. It makes you feel it's really humbled. It's total opposite. No, it's, no, it makes you feel awesome. Feel exceptional. Yeah, like a king. Yeah, like a king. Like you were born a special... For this moment, and the rest of the people can go fuck themselves. Oh my god! It just—it just makes me. That's true. Actually, that the world the world is so small. Yeah. <laughs> humbling is when you don't get what you want. Yeah, that's why I'm humbled every day. <laughs> every day I get on that shitty train, I'm humbled. It can't be humbling. No. When you when you get access to the bunker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When they give you the remote control and they go, when shit goes down, press this button and a jet will pick you up and take you to the, the fucking cave we've carved inside a mountain. Yeah. And you can sit there and drink champagne and wait it out. And just receive head. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not how it works. That's no. It, it's not. It's not humbling. So stop saying it. Can everyone just stop saying humbling? Stop saying it. It was a really... But yeah, opening for the descendants was very humbling. <laughs> It's a very humbling experience. <laughs> right, we're going to take a very short break here and we'll be back shortly with more Excitable Boy podcasts. Let's hope there's some great adverts on this week's show. Some exciting products that we fully believe in. I feel it in my finger. I feel it in my toe. Love is all Welcome back. Uh, you know we're we're advertising podcasts. Yeah, now. we're advertising podcasts. That's what that's what we're advertising on our show. I feel we're the, like the last person in a human centipede <laughs> of podcast stuff. You know, like we're, if we're if we're promoting other podcasts, there's there's something seriously. Wrong. I'd be fine being the last in this human centipede. There'd be a lot less guilt. 
What do you mean? Well, if you're the last person in the run of the human centipede... Yeah, you're the, the arse end no, of the human... No, everyone's the arse end of the human centipede. No, they're not. Yeah, because they all shit in the other person's mouth. Yeah, but the person right at the back is everything that's gone through everybody. Yeah, but... Yeah? Uh, no, you're still getting the same... You're just getting shit, but you don't have to shit in someone's mouth. No, you don't have to shit in someone's mouth. If you're, you're the back of a human centipede, yeah. there's no guilt because you're not shitting in someone's mouth. Well, that's true. That's true. But you are getting the worst of the worst. You're getting refined down horrible stuff. I mean, there's no nutritional value. Like five other... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. People's poo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Refined. He's like a, re- ref- you know. Yeah, but you don't want to be the one at the front. That's horrible. Because he's like the one at the front of the human centipede is in charge. Yes. He has to make the decisions, or she has to make the decisions, and probably communicate with the guy that's sewn them all together. The person at the front of the human centipede at least gets to decide what, where to go. They can, you know, they, they've got a good field of vision. What to eat. Yeah, that's what important. to eat. They can choose the diet. Do you know what I mean? They can, you know, I mean, it's... I mean, okay. it's, not, it's no life, okay. but if Hi- I was to Hypothetical be... situation. Right. You, you've got three people in your human centipede. Any three people you want. Any of your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Any of my heroes. Like the horror version movie of the ultimate dinner party. Right. Who would be your favourite three people to have in your human centipede? Well, this is a horrible question. No, because you get to hang out with your idols. You're just shitting in their, in their mouths. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? You, you wouldn't want that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm asking you. Who's um, the top three? Okay, so it's a dinner party. Yeah. But then in the end, you're, you're all sewn together. Right. So you can ask them anything you want. Right, but then at the end, you're all you're gonna have your mouth sewn to their butthole or their mouth sewn to your butthole. Louis C.K. and uh, Woody Allen, maybe. We got two. We got one more. And um, Hasselhoff. Ah, oh, so no women. No, I th- I'd keep it gen- se- on one. Sexist. It's not sexist. It's sexist at all. In fact, it's actually very pro women actually because you don't, don't want to you don't yeah. want shit in someone's mouth. Yeah. No, I take strong people because <laughs> I think it'd be quite tiring to be a human centipede. Van I'd take Vin Diesel Van Damme no he's too old he wouldn't make in his, it in his prime this is a horrible conversation right yeah. The Rock ah The Rock and ooh Dwayne Dwayne Johnson maybe uh, 90s movie star Billy Zane yeah yeah all bald men right as well isn't that weird interesting yeah maybe Bruce Willis he's a bit old yeah. 80s Bruce Willis the Rock and Vin Diesel would be my three for my human centipede because mm. I feel like it'd be a nice support unit, right? You know, but wouldn't you want you would want someone you didn't you had contempt for? I think I think that would help, like Steven Seagal. No, I don't have contempt for him. I do. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
Uh, welcome back to the show. Every week you can write into the show, EVP excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Any problems you might be having, it might be a work-related problem like... Oh, yeah. Oh. You go to work and you have a lovely bond with all your workmates. Your boss called Dwayne really Rock. likes you, Dwayne the Rock. He really likes you and you go, do you know what, Dwayne? I've been doing a bakery course and I really like baking bread. And he goes, I love bread too and it's my birthday tomorrow. Will you bake me something? So you go, okay. So you go away and you bake a figurine of him. And you bring it in the next day and you go, here you go, Dwayne. Here's, here's a figurine of you. This is you. You're in bread. And he goes, ah, why is my head so big? You know, I'm sensitive about the size of my head. And he went, it's not my fault. The, the, the dough was yeasty. It got very big. Your head got just got big. You know, I'm not saying about your head. My head's really big. You know, I'm sensitive about the size of my head. You know, I'm sensitive about the size of my head. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, sensitive about the size of my head. I am going to not give you a raise like the dough raised. Do re me. That's it. Yeah, so he's not going to give you a raise to write into the show. Um, you have to persuade him. You shouldn't have made a bread uh, figurine of him. Maybe it's a relationship problem, like... Mary likes lava lamps, she likes lava lamps, you don't like lava lamps, but she likes lava lamps, she buys lots of lava lamps, you come home and this everywhere's lava lamps, you get annoyed, she loves lava lamps, lava lamps, lava lamps, look at them each colour, green, red, blue, I like lava lamps, she go, yeah, it's not really good for me, it doesn't really put me in the mood, it puts me in the mood, it makes me very sexual, lava lamps, lava lamps, lava lamps, lava lamps, lava lamps, I like lava lamps, 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 I love you with my lava lamp. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Get rid of it. It's me or the lava lamps. It's me or the lava lamps right into the show. And maybe it's a sexual problem like... You like having sex with hardback books. <laughs> not soft, Just not, hardback. Not paperbacks. Hardback's first release, right? Well, well first naughty. Ed- first maybe that's why. First editions. Yeah, when, you got, when a book comes out, it's mm. on hardback. Yeah, and then after that, when it sold a lot of copies, it goes bareback. Is because, that right? Yeah, it's paper, paper, paperback, paperback. So, isn't that why is that logical? Why aren't they just all paperback? Because hardback feels more important. It's weighty. There's heft. Yeah, but so it's cheaper. Well, people are self-important. They they they've got egos on them, Josh. They want they want a bit of heft. Listen, the most important thing, everyone listening, the most important thing you can learn about books, right? Right, and I mean all books here, right? Oh, okay. If it's a good book, yeah. They'll make a film out of it, right? So, so just don't worry about it. Hold on. Don't read. Yeah. Don't waste op- your time yeah. reading like a schmuck. They'll option it. What are you doing? Reading. I got Netflix on. My, I can. I can go up into space and watch Netflix on my phone. Yeah. Motherfucker. What are you? What's going on with that? Oh, she's got a tattoo of a dragon. Yeah. What else happened? You can watch a film in two hours, and a book will take way longer than that. <laughs> exactly. exactly. A book will take days. Exactly. What's, days. What's the point of that? Name one book. That was better than the film. Yeah, I can't. Name one. I can't, Josh. I can't. I can't. What? What? I don't, what? I'm not questioning you. Exactly. I, I'm in full agreement. It's amazing to me that actors can read the script because that's almost a book. Yeah. 
that's hard I respect that yeah it's hard you have to sit down and actually put read in, it yeah put in the t- and learn it do you know what we have technology we have cameras and then say it and actors we can shoot it and then film it and watch it in two hours and then promote it and then forget it done yeah and then remember it on the sofa of Graham Norton ten years later nightmare yeah and then, I don't know how they do it then quote the film as if it's your own original thought the bible was so good that Mel Gibson made a film out of it right Mel Gibson made the bible film didn't he he did where Jesus is a lot just, of blood he just kept in all the good bits yeah all the, all the important bits. What was in the Bible that mm-hmm. was so important that wasn't in the Passion of the Christ? Yeah. I can't... He just, he just hit the key points. He hit the key... Bang, bang, bish, bash, bosh. Bang. Bish, bash, bosh. Torture, torture, cross, resurrection. Yeah. Bang. bang. It leaves it open for a sequel at the end. Yeah, yeah. Pulls that rock back. Yeah. Comes out and he's like, what's up? Look at these holes. Look, yeah. at, these, look at my stigmata. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? Yeah, stigmata. Isn't it weird that when Jesus died on the cross yeah for our sins right <laughs> that they stabbed him with a spear in the side to check he just, was dead just to check <laughs> yeah just to check is that weird it's, so they say that they stabbed him in the side with a spear to check he was dead yeah. and they knew he was dead because the water and the blood had separated right, right? I'm no doctor mm-hmm. but I think that's horseshit. okay I think if you stab a dead person it's not like you can just drink clean water out of them no. Right? They yeah. don't separate. Yeah. Do they? I mean, who, which guy did that? I mean, was he, was he pressured into doing it? It's like, go on, give him a, give him a stab. No, they, it was... Is he dead? He's dead yet? Give it was one of the Romans. Yeah, one of the Romans. Those cheeky Romans who were all gambling while he was dying. Oh, really? Which is weird to me. Like, if I was... If someone got crucified in front of me and someone went, hey, do you want to play some little bit of uh, poker mm-hmm. while this guy dies? Yeah, I'd be like, I think I'm going to watch the crucifixion. Thanks. Right. Weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All the pictures in the Bible. Yeah, and well, they're, just, no. they're just sat around playing cards, going, "I wonder if history will judge us." <laughs> <laughs> All right, first letter. Hey, this one's called Sports Day. Dear EBP, last week was my girlfriend's brother's sports day. I think that's what you call it in the UK. It is. It is. It's a day of school where pupils can... Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what sports is. <laughs> He's described... Right? Okay. Anyway, I was trying to do my part to be a good boyfriend. So I picked my lady and her little brother up before school and drove him in. He was complaining about being tired. So he was excited... Oh, as he was so excited about his sports day, he hadn't slept the night before. It's very sweet. I offered him a sip of my coffee, which he didn't enjoy at all. Anyway, so we drop him off at school and then go get breakfast and come back in the afternoon. Long story short is... He... Sh- he shat himself on the high jump later that day. Right. And everyone saw. If you've never seen a child shit himself while jumping midair, you really haven't lived. Wow. He cried immediately. Oh. And, it, and, I, and is still pretty ashamed about it, which I understand. I can't help feeling this is mostly my fault for offering a child coffee. Right. I, I mean, it is. What? Uh, is it, he shat himself because he had caffeine in his system. No, but coffee, you know, makes you poo, doesn't he it? He lost control of his... That's what we used to call the coffee and a cigarette in the morning. Poo twins. Really? Yeah, because okay. it, it, you know. How old is this kid? I'm guessing like 10. Wow. I'm writing in because I don't really know how to make it up to him. I can only assume he's not going to hear the end of this until he either graduates or moves to another town. <laughs> I will be... <laughs> and I'm eternally grateful no one filmed it. How can I make it up to him? You'll never make it up to him. You will never... <clears throat> he will never get over it. He that, will t- this is a defining moment. He will he will talk about this to his therapist. 
in 20 years' time. You've ruined his childhood. It's something... You, you just pressed the on button well, hang on, into hang adulthood. On. It's what you did. Hang on. He, he's, not, he's, not, he's not to blame. You just gave him a bit of coffee. I'm not saying he's to He pl- lost control of his arsehole. No, no, no. But he wouldn't have if he'd... Okay, he w- come on. He's got a kid's arsehole. They're tighter than a snare drum. Come on. <laughs> He should, you know, he had to learn this lesson some, some, sometime. Yeah, if he didn't shit himself on the high jump, he would have shot himself somewhere else. Yeah, he would have shot himself on the triathlon. Yeah, he yeah. would have shot, oh. you know, the, um, the, the steeplechase. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> At least he could hide in a puddle in the steeplechase. When I, my, I had a school sports day, yeah. and um, they have all the proper races in the day. My school took it quite seriously, right, sports day. Yeah. And they have like 400, <laughs> yeah. and then what's above that? 400 meters. They have 100 meters is the least meters you can run. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's what you say in Bolt and all those guys. Yeah, yeah. So 100, it's 100, 200, 400, um, 800, and then you do the 1,500. And the the people who do the 1,500 are usually kids who are, you know, don't want to do it. Okay. No one wants to do, no one wanted to do the 1,500. Just poor saps who were bullied into it, did it? So they, we had this sports day and and every, and all the kids took it really seriously and then there's like, uh, Hurdles, yeah, and 110 meter hurdles, yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the day, after all those events, yeah, they have like kind of the for the special kids race, right? Where you have to run a bean bag <laughs> yeah. 10 meters and then get it back, and then you go get the second one 20 oh, meters and 30 meters. That, and Olymp- that Olympic event, and I won that one, right? You won, you won the, the pity event, I won the pity event after right. everything was over, and, so- they, and they basically played that. <laughs> And I won that event. Right. And I remember being so proud because I got like this red ribbon. Right. 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 For the winner's event. Okay. And they stood all the winners of all the events up on this like podium. Yes. Not podium, but like. Yeah. On a rostrum. On the or, side of the yeah, pit yeah, of the exactly. football field. In a right? visible bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, they, and they stood everyone up in a line. And I remember looking out. My dad was like, give me the thumbs up. Right. Like, really proud of That's me. That's nice. That's nice. And I looked over. I was so proud of myself. And I looked over and all the proper athletes who competed were just laughing at, like in hysterics laughing at me. Because <laughs> I was up there with them. Right. How did you feel? I don't know if I was not meant to be up there. Right. Because I'd done like the pity race. Right. Or whether they were just laughing at me. Right. But I will say this. I remember that and it still makes me sad to this day. Really? It still bums oh. me out when I think about it. Oh, that's sad. And none of that involved me shitting myself. Right, okay, yeah. You're <laughs> you right. Now, now you're giving me giving us a sense of... Pers- context. Yeah, yeah, of how, how, how powerful this event could be so for this poor kid. So he will never, ever forget. No. The only thing you can do is just buy him nice things forever. Yeah, basically. Hey man, I bought you some new shoes. Do you want some new shoes? I'm just going out. Do you want some ice cream? Just never let that stop. Do you want a Walkman? I'm just... I just you might want a Walkman. He shat himself. I mean, that's a terrible thing to happen to a kid. However, you can just break up with your girlfriend and you never have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And re- revenge is a dish best served cold. You never know how, how long he's going to hold on for, to this, you know? Mm. What if you marry this girl? What's he going to do? Probably slip laxatives in your yeah. pre-wedding drink. Yeah, so you just get up for your vows. I mean, that's really... The, maybe that's the best way forward is to let him get even. Yeah, let him get even. You know, just say, I know I messed up and it was my fault and it was an accident. But if you want to, you know, like let the air out of the tires on my car one day or, yeah. or, or, abs- or slip me laxatives while I'm waiting for the doctor. 
Yeah. You know, something like that. Can I ask a question? Did he make the jump? It doesn't say. Please write back and let us know I, if he made I, the jump. I mean, if he made the jump, maybe there's there's some victory in it. All right, last letter. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast, I've been talking to my dad since I was a kid. Brackets. We both listened to your show. Close brackets. About the best Bond theme ever. He thinks it's live and let die. I think it's nobody does it better. Can you guys please help us decide? Right. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't like James Bond, so... I don't know. Well, that's that kills that. Uh, from Russia with love. From Russia with love. That one. Yeah. Goldfinger, Thunderball. You only live twice. Casino Royale. I, don't, I just whatever. I, I think they're all a draw. I never got James Bond. I like the golden golden eye theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. It really has nowhere else to go, James Bond. I think they should get a black guy. Um. I yeah. I think. Um. Oh. What's it, what's the name of the that actor? Idris. Yeah, yeah. I always I have always said Idris Elba. Idris I Elba. Think if if they, you know, I mean, he might not want to do it, but like, I would cast him. A lot of people have said that they have problems with it being a black guy, not because of racist reasons, but because of who the character is and because of staying true to the original like thing that Ian Fleming came up with. But no, but it's important to remember. Yeah. That. Uh, James Bond isn't real, so grow up. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you know. Yeah, because originally he was this—he was a product, a product of colonialism. He was deeply racist and misogynistic. Yeah, what's that they quote? Can, the sweet tang of rape. The sweet tang of rape. Which is from Doctor No. Or yeah, something. it's kind of a quote. Yeah, that he he realized that it was like the sweet tang of rape. It's yeah, an actual line from one of those that books. Ian Fleming wrote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's been repackaged since. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'd love to see you. Yeah, they made him really gruff now. Basically, when he shoots someone, he has killer's remorse. That's ba- that's basically that's what basically, all the new Bond films. That's are. the modern Bond. Yeah, yeah. Where he shoots someone, he's like, ah, oh, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, and he doesn't. He doesn't oh, have an no. invisible car. Yeah, and every now and again, he has a moment where he's like, I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing with my life. He has that kind of moment where he's kind of like, ah, oh, he's like sat in the shower with his clothes on. But they've done that. They've done the now. They've done the Bond that's kind of hollow-eyed and seen so many horrors, and you know, he's visiting dark places in his mind. Where else can they go with them? Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, I got some good ones. Uh, James Bond saves the theme park. Yeah, James Bond in hell. Right. James Bond in space. Mm-hmm. I think they've done that. They did Moonraker was James Bond in Is space. Is that? Well, oh, maybe that's my favorite Bond theme. Right. Moonraker. Yeah. Off to see the world. There's such there's a lot of men to shoot. The sweet tang of rape. <laughs> you life taker. Mm. You rule breaker. Right, what? Wherever you're going, I'm going the opposite way. Yeah. Money Penny, she wants to fuck you. Mm. Why don't you just man up and shake her? Yeah. There's a nerd girl who takes off her glasses, then suddenly she's attractive. Who'd have thought she was attractive? Even though she's a supermodel in real life. James Bond, every film, bangs three women, doesn't he? Yeah, he bangs the bad girl. Bangs the bad girl, she dies. Right, and then bangs he bangs the, the good girl. The, the, who dies. And then bangs Money Penny. Yeah, but so then there's, three... but there's the nerd chick as well. Yeah. She's like, oh, Mr. Bond, I didn't realize that you were coming in here for me while I change. Yeah. And then she takes her glasses off and suddenly he realizes, oh, hello. I'd quite, I didn't realize until you took your glasses off that I'd like to penetrate your vagina. Right. Do you think that, <laughs> like, there's a Bond film where it's either Sean Connery or Roger Moore and he undoes a girl's zip on her dress with, with a magnet thing on his watch. Oh, okay. Right. It's just like, the zip's right there. 
Yeah, you just do that. Like, there's a time for gadgets. Mm-hmm. And there's a time for just undoing a fucking zip. Yeah. James Bond. I think their special effects budget was quite small for that film. Yeah, so but he's like, I'll gladly undo your zip. And he presses yeah. a button and it does it automatically. But he could have done it himself and had a sensual experience. Mm. But he's such a, like a gadget geek. Yeah, right. My tag hower. My Acura. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one where he goes, I've never shot a midget before, but for you I could make an exception. Do you remember that one? No, I don't, but that's a hell of a line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so sorry. Best Bond theme is I don't care. Right. What about you? Um, best Bond theme is I don't care enough. Maybe it's Madonna. <laughs> yep, die another day. You know, you know yeah. when Madonna jumped the shark? Yeah. In like the late well, 90s. Along, yeah, yeah, before the millennium. <laughs> you another day. With her auto team. Anyway, we're done for this week. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, go on iTunes and leave us a review. Please. This has been the Excitable Boy podcast. Uh, join us next week for more nothing. Here's the theme tune followed by a few more adverts, which Good. you can skip. Goodbye, don't, sec. Don't, don't oh. skip them. All right. Listen to them and then buy the product and then tell them that you bought it because of us. Goodbye, sexy. Goodbye, Mr. Bond. Oh, Mr. Bond. Or uh, what was the line? Um, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Yeah. The, the character was called Christmas something. Christmas Jones. I thought Christmas only comes once a year. And they gave her the whole name just for that. Yeah, just for that one line. Anyway, bye. What's wrong about you? Yeah, how so? I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.